What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants in the Ocean podcast. <laughs> uh, let's get let's be serious. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast, um, guys. Uh, um, yeah. First of all, I hope everyone's having. I hope everyone's enjoying their Wednesday uh, afternoon. Um, guys, don't forget, um, and, um, later on, I'm going to be doing my, uh, picks for week number two, so, um, just a heads up about that, um, but, yeah, um, hope you guys have, hope you guys are having, hope you guys so far are having a wonderful week, um, except, you know, you know what's so crazy? The month of, sep- the month of September is going pretty fast, you know, like, it's our, <laughs> we're already in the second we're already, it's already, it's already the 13th of September. I didn't expect it, I didn't, I didn't expect the month of September to go this fast. It may, you know, maybe fast for me. I don't know about you guys, but it's, it's very fast for me. Um, but yeah, like I said, I hope you guys are enjoying, um, I hope you guys are enjoying, I hope you guys are having a, a pretty, I'm, I'm hoping you guys are having a solid week. That's all I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, um, but guys, football week, football week has just begun, you know, um, week two, week one is in the books, we have, uh, we saw a lot of crazy things, you know, especially week one, you know, like, you never, you, like, you never know what's gonna happen in week one, but, you know, week one, you know, it's, let's be honest here, you know, like, week one really doesn't count if you actually think about it, you know, because players are coming, players are, you know, players, especially the starters haven't played in the preseason, you know, like, player, like, the players that you want to see, you don't see them in the preseason, so it takes time for them to get used, it takes time for them to transition what they, what they need to do, um, so, week one, you know, um, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, players, you know, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but it kind of feels like when player, when, when you actually see the starters play in week one, you know, you know, you know, it feels like, it feels like you're watching them for the first time ever because, you know, um, um, unless you do have, unless you, Unless you um, watch your, unless you go to training camp and stuff like that, or unless you, uh, unless you're a person like me that's that uh, just waits for reports of what happened in training camp, um, you really don't see, you really don't, you really, if you really think about it, it feels like the starters have been, they've been out for so long, so you never know how good they're really going to be. Uh, you know, there was a lot of crazy matchups. There was a lot of matchups that went down that no one expected. No one expected to. That no one expected this team to win. I mean, you had a very bad Rams team beat the Seattle Seahawks. And, I, and look, I understand divisional game. When it comes to when it comes to divisional opponents, when it comes to, to when it comes to two teams facing each other in the same division. It's very, it's very tricky because you never know what's gonna happen. You know, you know that's how it is for that's how it is when it comes to, you know that's what it, that's what that's what like that's how it goes down all the time. 
That's how that's how it always ends up, especially when it's in division opponents. Um, but yeah, obviously week one didn't go the way a lot of Giants fans wanted, but it's week one. Let's relax. Week one. Week one. You know, it's just week one. It's only one game. Let's just move on. Okay. Um, uh, but guys, I, um, I decided to come on here today because, um, I wanted to, I wanted, um, I wanted to share another list with you guys today. My list for today, I'm going to be including my three, my three free agents, um, that the New York Giants must call right now to help Daniel Jones. That obviously we saw how bad the Giants offensive line was, you know, on Sunday night. It was bad. You know, but I said I said it, you know, I said this myself, even watching the game, even when we were getting destroyed. When you look at when you look at when you look at this roster as a whole, there are some there are some look at this is a this is this, you know, this is the second year in Brian Dayball's system. You got you know, you got there's some players, you got some players that are rookies who are playing important positions. I mean, you got John Michael Smith playing. The center position, I think it's very safe to say, is the second most important position on the offense because the center has the ball most of it. The center starts with the ball. And you got two young, you got two youngsters in the backfield, you know, who will have some rough patches down the road. Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins the third. These two young, these two young bucks are gonna struggle, you know? And they did. Um, but there's no excuses about the other players. Evan Neal has to ball out. But Giants fans are already, they're already calling this dude a bust. Like, it, and I don't want to say that about Evan Neal. Because I really see a lot, I saw a lot of potential in this kid at Alabama. Like, I want to see that Evan Neal. I want to see the Evan Neal that mauls opposing edge rushers and makes them look like dogs and throws them around. Go watch Evan Neal's tape at Alabama. Evan Neal was a monster. He, Evan Neal destroyed opposing defenders. But that was in college. This is the NFL. It's a totally different league. The talent is much higher. It's the NFL. It's in, the NFL is the topest level of football. I understand that, but there's no excuse. You had you had all summer to get ready for the season. There's no excuses, you know. But it's only one game. Um, but if Evan Neal struggles like if he like I don't like if Evan like I don't know. Maybe we maybe we do see Evan Neal play at the guard position, you know. But who's gonna be playing at tackle? You know, like, you can't put Matt Pert in there because Matt Pert got injured. So, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I believe in Brian Dayball. I believe Brian Dayball will get something figured out, you know. Um, and look, to put, all, to put the blame on Daniel Jones, because, you know, like I always, you guys know how, how I always say it. I'll, in today's game, everyone looks at the quarterback, and everyone assumes that the game 
the, everyone assumes that the game the, the the game will be defined on how the quarterback plays. Like, no, I'm a team guy. I'm not a player guy. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm a team guy. I feel like everyone needs to. I feel like everyone needs to dominate. Every, you know, that's why. That's why you have 53 players on one team. You know, everyone works together. Everyone tries to. Everyone, you got all 53 players that are trying to figure something out. It's not easy. You know, but to put the blame on Daniel Jones, when Daniel Jones was the main reason the Giants went down the field and almost scored, Daniel Jones wasn't the reason why the Giants messed up the drive. It was a bad snap. Then Andrew Thomas jumps off sides. Then we got a field goal blocked. You know, I don't know what happened. After the, like, after, like, once the, like, right when the Giants got the ball taken away from them, right when the Giants got the ball taken away from them, they didn't seem like the same, they didn't seem like the same team that we just saw, that we literally all saw a few minutes ago, you know, kicking off the game, you know? But you can see the potential that Daniel Jones, you can see the potential that Daniel Jones has when you give him a good offensive line. You know, it just sucks. We all saw what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, seeing what happened to Aaron Rodgers, that proves my point that having an offensive line is so important. And Aaron Rodgers is by far the most talented quarterback. He's a future Hall of Fame. He's a clear-cut Hall of Famer. You know, and look what happened to him. And I understand he got, I understand Aaron Rodgers, he's older now, but still, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Look what happened to Patrick Mahomes. He got injured in the playoffs. So I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of hearing that, oh, oh you can't put the, you can't put the blame on the, how, how can you not put the blame on the offensive line? Every time Daniel Jones uh, try to make every every time Daniel Jones drop back to make a pass, he can't even make one because the offense there's pressure in his face immediately. That's what I'm trying to say. If your quarterback is if your quarterback can't make plays, if your offensive line is sucking all day, and that's just that's just the that's just the whole point of the game. If you don't have an offensive line in today's game, you are not going to succeed. Because defensive players now in today's game, they're faster, they're quicker, they're much more flexible, flexible, they're way more athletic. You know, why do you think why do you think why do you think why do you think all the quarterbacks that you see make plays with their legs? Why do you think those are the ones that always succeed the most? Because those are the ones that escape from pressure in case defenses get in their faces. But Daniel Jones can't do that. I don't know what it is with this team. We, for some reason, we can't, we can't build a good offensive line for some reason. The Giants haven't had, we haven't had a good offensive line in years. That's how long it's been, you know. But I believe, like I said. I, Joe Shane has done a great job. I believe in him. I think Joe. I feel like this. If this problem somehow still occurs, I, I think Joe Shane's gonna, 
make some moves because I don't want to go back to 2019 or 2020. I'm sick of those days because that's what that's what that that performance that's what it reminded me of. Offensive line not protecting the quarterback, penalties, players dropping passes. Oh. But we can't we can't put the blame on Daniel Jones. Everyone was a part of the Giants losing. The coaches, the you know, the receivers, the offensive line. Jesus, man, I don't know. But that's gonna be my list for today. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Um obviously we all okay, I'm not I'm not gonna talk about I'm just, gonna get, I'm just gonna get right into this list. Um, um, number one, um, I think it's very obvious. And number one, I got offensive guard Justin. I got Justin Puck. Um, there, I mean, there's no question. I mean, the Giants. We, you know, and there's a reason why I got him at guard. We need. We need. We need. We need guards. Our Mark Lewinsky looked horrible. He was a straight god awful. Obviously, everyone heard me talk about this guy. You know, he he's continuing that trend of sucking. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the guards that we have. I feel like Justin Pug will come to the Giants and. You know, Justin Pug, you know, he's talked about coming back to New York, you know. I was afraid, I was afraid, I, I, was, I didn't know which New York team he was talking about, though. He was talking about, I thought he was going to go to the Jets, but, but the Giants, we need, we need, we need, we need Justin Pug, you know. Um, you guys heard me talk about uh, him wanting to come back to New York. Um... Here's why I got him at number one. Well, among the guys Joe Shane must call, the list includes a former Giant, uh, a former first-round pick in Justin Pug, who has publicly stated on social media that he would be interested in making making a return to East Rutherford. You know, um, <clears throat> um. Uh, this is what uh, someone po someone posted this on Twitter. Um, Justin Pug uh, said this. Um, he was saying, "I want to win football games. I'm not in year ten just to be a mentor either. I fit a lot of I fit a lot of the Giants' needs, and they fit a lot of my needs. But at the same time, we have to be realistic where we're at. I'm not doing this for the money. That's what Justin Pug said." So, Justin Pug, he basically believes the Giants' offensive line can fix confidence issues. Look at Justin Pug was the 19th overall pick by the Giants in 2013. And he, you know, look at, I would, look at, I believe he would spend his first five, I believe he would spend his first five professional seasons with the Giants. He started 63 games in New York and, con and contributed on both the right guard and left sides of the offensive line. 
um, of, on both the right and left sides of the offensive line. And look, at if, if he's ever called, if the Giants somehow do call him, you know, he would fill, he would fill in that right guard instead of Mark Dolinsky, who led up nine pressures and three sacks and struggled to protect Daniel Jones against the Cowboys pass rushers. Pro Football, Pro Football Focus gave Mark, Mark Lewinsky a 1.0 passing block and a 41.7 overall grade, which could likely decrease his playing time. You know? Um, so look at it. <sighs> look at despite Justin Puck's recent struggles to stay healthy with the Cardinals, this guy brings high football intelligence. He brings high football leadership and he brings high football experience Playing under pressure in New York, the Giants would welcome a now Big Blue Nation would welcome a reunion. And for my chair, I I couldn't agree more. You know, you know they say what's worse than change is no change, and we gotta change this offensive line. I'm not I'm not gonna say the entire offensive line, cause I believe. I believe I look at I look at even though Evan Neal struggled, you guys know me just like I did with Daniel Jones. I'm gonna give the player an opportunity to show what he can do. You know, week one, you know, week one is understandable because players are rusty. That you know, play you know Evan Neal. You now he didn't have that much playing time in the preseason. I mean, he only played one. He played like a couple. He played like. He played a couple snaps against the Panthers, but other than that, that was it. So, you know, Evan Neal is rusty. I believe he'll, I believe, I believe he'll bounce back in week two. So, but that would be interesting though. Cause Justin Pug, you know, like I said before, he could, Justin Pug, you know, he does have experience playing both on both sides of the offensive line. So it would be interesting to see how to see how he does. If the Giants plug Justin, if they if they if they plug Justin Pug next to Andrew Thomas, like that right there, that's a, that's a good start, you know. Because Andrew Thomas, Andrew Thomas, so far he's the most improved player on that often on the offensive line. And then you got John Michael Schmitz, who I think you know John Michael John Michael Schmitz. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna play much better in week two, you know. So I'm, so that like the. If that somehow happens, the Giants, the left side of the Giants offensive line would be stacked. But the right side's the question. You know, I would, you know what I do? You know what I would do? I would put Ben Bridison at left guard and play and play Evan Neal at left tackle. You know, that would, that would, because Ben Bridison. He's a Ben Bridgerson, I thought he had a I thought he had a I thought he had a great year last season. I would plug him at left guard and put Evan Neal. You know, cause I think have, I think Ben Bridgerson would give he would be, he, I can see him being Evan Neal's safety blanket, you know, security blanket. You know? You got someone that can help Evan Neal, who clearly has a, a ton of experience and who can who clearly plays the position at a high level. You know, Ben Bridison only allowed two pressures. You know, it's not that bad. So let's see what happens. But I got Justin Pug. I got Justin Pug at number one. Um, at number two, 
I got offensive guard Dalton Reisner. Um, look, if the Giants, here's why I got this guy number two. Look, if the Giants don't pursue Justin Pugh or invest in a, in a backup guard and backup guard Joshua Zudu, who is currently listed on the 53-man roster, the Giants could go back to, to the drawing board and sign free agent Dalton Reisner, who surprisingly remains available as a free agent. Look at this guy appears interested in joining the in the this guy look he appears interested in joining the Vikings. You know. This guy makes a lot of sense for the Giants. First of all, he's a second, he's a he's a former second round pick out of Kansas State, spent the last four seasons with the Broncos, where he started 62 games. Last season, this guy, he he, he was amazing. He only allowed three sacks. Which is tied for 24th among, uh, which is tied for 24th among all offensive linemen in the NFL, and 967 offensive, offensive, offensive snaps that he played, and earned a 61.6 overall grade by Pro Football Focus. And this guy, he's look at this guy. He's still pretty young. He's only 28 years old. He's only allowed 10 sacks in his professional career and has amassed a 97.1 or better pass blocking efficiency score in his four seasons. You know? So, look, I feel like after after Daniel Jones was pressured more than any other quarterback in the opening week, the Giants, if I'm the Giants, I would make a mat. I would go, I would call this guy up. You add Dalton Reisner to this offensive line. That, that right there would make a massive upgrade on this offensive line, and they may have their guy in Don Reisner. So, Joe Shane, what is the way? Make the call. So, I got Don Reisner at number two. And last but not least, this was a very interesting one. And look at it. I got this guy at number three, just in case Evan Neal continues to struggle. At number three, I got offensive tackle Taylor Lewan. Yep, the four. Yep, the player from the Tennessee Titans. And here's why: Evan Neal is in line for a breakout year after allowing seven sacks in his rookie campaign. However, obviously Sunday night he didn't exceed those expectations or come close to them. You know, Evan Neal surrendered one sack and several pressures, making Daniel Jones' life difficult. I'm gonna look at. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I don't believe in this kid, but I'm just saying, if he cut, if he continues to not progress and develop into it, into the into into one of the best right tackles, into one of the best left tackles, I believe he can be. I hate to say this, but if he doesn't take a leap this year, it may result in last year's number seven overall pick becoming a bust. I'm sorry. Similar to former Giants lineman Eric Flowers. Well, don't even get me started with him. Eric Flowers was in the pubes. Boom. <sighs> Look at on the other side of the line, left tackle Andrew Thomas suffered a hamstring injury on the on the blocked field goal at the end of the Giants opening drive. Obviously, if Andrew Thomas's injury lasts longer than anticipated, the Giants can acquire depth at the tackle position. Giants fans are used to the O-line being a consistent problem in recent years. But now that but now that they have a strong offense, they obviously they will need as much support and protection as possible. I feel like with I feel like with uh, several players currently available, many upgrade options um, exist. 
including a three-time Pro Bowler that the Giants could still pursue in free agency. Look, many, many football fans know the name Taylor Lewan, either for being one of the most dominant tackles in the league over the last decade or because of his social media presence. This guy was the 11th overall pick out of Michigan in, in the 2014 NFL Draft. He started 100 games for the Titans in the last nine years. I look at Taylor Lewan. He's a he, he's clearly one of the he's clearly one of the top tackles in this league. He made three consecutive Pro Bowls from 2016 to 2018, and he's not that old. I mean, he's only he's only 31 years old, you know. And it looks like he's it looks like he's looking to return to his old form with a new team this season. You know, after Barstool, after uh, Barstool Sports reported that the veteran would be retiring from professional football, he quickly uh, denied those rumors and stated it was a joke. You know, um, so look at now that we know that this guy would like to return for a 10th NFL season, the Giants could make a call, significantly improving their offensive line with a demanding schedule ahead. You know, so look, the ball is now, but look at the ball is now in the hands of the Giants front office to make a statement signing, you know? And yeah, guys, those are my three offensive linemen. Those are my three free agent offensive linemen the Giants must call right now to help Daniel Jones because the offensive line's a mess, you know? But um, I believe, look, I believe, um, like I said, I believe Joe Shane will get it done. You know, I'm Joe Shane. He's already, you guys already heard me say this about this guy. Uh, Joe Shane has done enough for me to not believe in him. He's, he's what, this guy, since Ernie Corsi, he's the best GM the Giants ha have so far. You know, he's a, he's fixed the offensive line. He's gave, he's given Daniel Jones weapons, you know, and I'm excited. Look at the season's not over. There's 16 games left to go. Okay, but look at the, like I said, like I said in the offseason, this is what happens when you get better. You're gonna get chat. You're gonna the NFL is gonna challenge you, and they're gonna make they're gonna challenge the talent on your roster. You know, so look at still this, this, the season just started. Okay, it's not over yet. So keep the faith. Keep believing. And keep drooling that blue. It ain't over yet. But yeah, guys, that's all I got to say about that. And yeah, that's my list for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know how you guys feel about my list. I'm not going to write back at you guys about that one. But so far, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I will keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. Or more lists, if there are any. Or if there's any questions or comments, guys, have for me, you guys already know what to do. But until then, guys, I am out. Peace.